I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's the Star Wars X-Wing Aces target game. Instruments, check! Star Wars X-Wing Aces Target Game. New from Kenner's Star Wars Collection. There's no X-Wing the hell commercial. Was, There's no X-Wing What the hell was that? There's that no, was like this <laughs> Tommy, Tommy gun. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's kind of is a Tommy gun, the way this thing's set up. It, is it's, it looks yeah, like it a regular like, gun. I felt like, uh, I felt like uh, Pearl Harbor when uh, Cuba Gooding was on the, on the ship going, Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that. He's yeah, in that, or isn't maybe he? more, or maybe what's his face with the with the from Predator where he's like shaving his face, he mm. he breaks the razor and then yep. he goes like, ah, yeah, yeah, there you go. The, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. It kind of looks like not that. A, not a single pew 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 in that, and that disappoints me. I'll be honest with you. No, I'll be. I'll tell you the same. Uh, here's the th- here's the problem. There are not. We're talking about X Wing today, and I'm very excited about it. But there's not a single commercial out there for the original X Wing launch. There's just nothing. Um, it yeah, it kind of uh, it, it was more of a, a magazine push, right? It was more of a, hey, we got some floppy disk, and you should really play our game. Yeah, but, you know, it was a. And I feel like PC people are the ones that really got the short shrift. Like you would see commercials for any major, especially Star Wars game on consoles, but I right. just didn't do it for PC players. It was just no. It, it, did, did we even when I was heavy into PC gaming? Did I even watch TV? Sure, I turned it on in the background, but I mean, yeah. was I really watching TV? Not really. Mm-hmm. Not really. Maybe they maybe they knew that was wasted money. I don't know. But I would yeah, like to welcome everybody to here uh, right here at Play Retro. Uh, we're going to talk about games and uh, welcome to it. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and I hate the Empire as much as the other guy. But I have to say the follow up game made me like them a little bit more. Still yeah. time to get our wings, preferably the X kind. And while we're at it, let's do a strafing run on that cruiser up there and see if we can't pop some stormtrooper heads while we're at it. Ooh, I wanted to watch the rated R version of what you're playing. And I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I'm sick. (laughs) And I think this R2 (laughs) unit has a bad motivator. And man, can I relate. Now, hold on to your droid butts. I'm about to buzz the high command ship, the flight tower, and rudely gesture one wet mouth Mon Calamari for acting fishy. Akbar! insert howie scream which is the other one that you know you got the you got the wilhelm scream and then you got the howie scream where it sounds like the the ships oh that yeah is that what that's called yeah. i didn't know how to name yeah i didn't either until tom to the great community member that he is and retro gamer that he is 
That guy knows his Kobe. stuff, man. That dude knows his biz. Yeah, you know? and I put I put a link in there too if you want to play the YouTube. Oh yeah, we'll totally it. play it. I, I hopefully play we won't it. get a copyright strike on a you know a Howie scream. I don't think they can. No, do that. I don't think they can do that. Let's give it a shot here. All right, we're playing. We're playing. Yeah! That's the original. Yeah, yeah, that's the original. Before they got it all, uh, sounded like a ship. Yeah. What? What is? How do you suppose a ship would sound in space? Hmm. It would sound a little oh, like yeah! like that. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it. Have it. We're going to talk about that in a second. Before we do, though, a couple of quick things. Um, I you got to hear this interview. So somebody, we're, it's Christmas time. We got uh, just a few days till Christmas, right? Hope you're all getting your your retro crap for Christmas. It's all under the tree, wrapped and ready to go. You're going to get your new yeah. Ambernecks or whatever you're going to do. Got, got your eggnog and you're you're drinking it. And you're going. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Right? It's good. I like yeah, I like some eggnog. Good. It's good. So here's what I found. I found a little brief interview with a girl uh, in the year that the original Super Nintendo launched here in the U.S. All right. Oh. So that holiday season. And yeah, I just. 80. What was that? 82? 80. No, it's later than that. SNES? SNES would have been. 80. Oh, SNES. Author said NES. I apologize. No, no, no. It'd be like um, 90. Oh, shit. Don't play that. Uh, My ni- ears are stopped up. Is it 90? Wouldn't be 90. It right? would be close to 90s because we saw the PlayStation 1, which went up against the N64 around 95. So it's got to be somewhere between 85 mm. and uh, 95. So, so yeah, like you said. Well, whatever it was, when we got it here, this girl was very excited. She also kind of knew her stuff. And then kind of doesn't know her stuff, but it doesn't matter. I have nostalgia for this clip, even though I don't know who this person is. It looked like they were in a GameStop of some sort, maybe software, et cetera, back then, or Babbage's, who knows? And here's what she said games. on that audio right here. Here you go. Where is it? There it is. I want Super Nintendo for Christmas. It's got better games. It's better than like the regular Nintendo. But it's made by the same people. And each year, I guess the same ones get better. That's what I want for Christmas. So that is, in your opinion? My opinion is that that's what most kids would want. It's not. But you're not most kids. Yeah, well, I'm not most kids, but I, I watch commercials, and I I see how kids react to the like the Super Nintendo commercials and like you'll see like mobs coming up right here just to see this one system Super Nintendo. She's pretty stoked about that device. This kid is way too smart. I hope she grew up to be working the uh, video game industry, but in a good way where she has success and not eat up by the machine. Yeah, that'd be nice. Don't get to eat up by the machine. We don't like that machine when it eats people up. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, I'd love to know where she is today. I just love the excitement in her voice. And I remember feeling that way about, yeah. oh my gosh, any console, any year up to a certain point. Like I, the we, feelings I had for when I got my Genesis, that was a big deal for me that year. A big deal. Interesting. The, the one I remember for some reason the most is trying to win an Xbox original at Taco Bell. Did you do that? <laughs> How'd that go for you? Did you do it? Did you of win? Of course I did. Of course I didn't win. But we we ate so much Taco Bell that summer. I want to make a special mm. a Netflix special on you know our summer of Xbox because it was man that was my life that I'd, whole summer. I'd forgotten that really they had I'd forgotten they had a deal with Taco Bell for uh, yeah in the launch of that thing. I, I thought it was and we McDonald's. were still Yokiro Taco Bell in at this point. We oh still yeah, had a little Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to run for the border. All that stuff. Yeah. yeah, you had to after you had the the mild sauce Ooh. and the mm. Mexican Ooh. pizza. Mm. Mm. Bring that back again. 
It's gone again. Right. At least here. I don't know if it's gone. Over it here. feels it feels very. But I think you're right. It, I'm I kind of am nostalgic for the the excitement of a new console because we didn't really get to have a lot of fun with this most recent releases like yeah. the series and the PlayStation 5 because there was such scarcity. That was no fun to be had. It, it was, was scarcity. Like, I want one. Plus, it was launching during the pandemic, during the worst part of it. Yes. And it was just like, I don't know. It'll forever be marred that way. Wind. Yeah. Yeah. It took the wind out of the sail, man. And it's like, bummer. But part of it is, I think part of it is if you're a kid, man, and there's something like, right. a, I mean, imagine that when the Super NES came out, and let's say you were 12, you right. just lose your effing mind. Like, well, I'm going to lose my effing mind up here, bummer. This is mm. so good to just go to the store. See all those people crowded around talking. You could hear somebody yeah. in the background trying to convince somebody that something was cool. Three hundred dollars ain't bad. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I paid that much for my hairpiece. That's I right. Know he, did, he was. I don't, he was yeah. I, I don't know if he was bald or not. He might have been. I don't know. No, no. He sounded bald though. It's, yeah. You know how yeah, people can could sound bald. <laughs> yeah, you, you could definitely hear it in his voice. Uh, so. What did you? Now I know. You know, other than you catching this horrible flu cold thing, you've also been right. busy with stuff. What have you been doing over there? And maybe I caught it from the uh, when I went to the thrift store. No, I was kidding. I love thrift stores. So anyway, um, wash your hands, people. Uh, so I, I was out in the wild at the thrift store, picked up a couple of cool things. But I saw in this big giant box, it was like this big giant box of stuff. And when I say giant box, I mean like I don't know, two foot by two foot by about four foot in depth. You know, and Okay, four foot in depth. That's kind of high. I'm I'm on drugs. So anyway, it's a big box. It's a big box. Let me tell you what's in it. What's okay. The, okay, about that. I tell you what's in it, then you'll know. Okay. Satek flight system. Okay. What is that? That it's is a, it's a, uh, like a, a hotas kind of thing, right? Like it's in, like a hotas, but it's it's a lot bigger. You got a big yoke system for the flight emulation. Yep. You got yep. you got like the the throttles. You got like three levels of throttles there. You got the you got the rudder pedals on the floor, so you can wee wee and do little things. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. We're playing X-Wing this week. I should get this. And they won $100 for it. And I will say, that's not a bad price. It's, it's bad a good price. It's all right. It's not bad at all. Yeah. But I kept seeing the size of that box and going, <laughs> I'm going to play it. I'm going to play with it for about five minutes. Yeah, where are you going to keep it? And then where am I going to put it? It's yeah. going to be all in the way. It had all the stuff too, man. It had all the all the goodies along with it, and that little, the mounting stuff where you could mount it on those, uh, you know, the little standalone things. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. But once again, I, the reason why I don't have arcade machines in my house is because I don't got no place for them. Yeah, same. So same. I had it. I kept. I went back almost every day this week, like some kind of weird retro collecting freak showing up every day. Oh, maybe I should get it. What do you think? I don't know. Maybe. And then they're like, well, we can show it to you for seventy five. I'm like, damn it, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. And so the point is, I, I once I got sick, luckily I got sick and I never went back and I never picked it up because that would have been a total nightmare. Where would I keep that at? I don't know. So anyway, so I ran out instead and I picked up. I was like, you know what? I can't leave here with nothing. So I didn't leave with not nothing. Well, so I that. got Star Trek com- companion disc. So a bunch of CD-ROMs. What does a companion disc this- do? Like music and stuff or how they make so the show? I, I think one of these, uh, it has all the scripts from all the episodes. You can read the scripts. It's got all the trailers and a whopping, I don't know, 220 by 160. I mean, you know, huge video files. Yeah, that's stuff. big. Huge. Uh, <laughs> and But I got a whole buttload. I got 10 of them for $10. I got interactive technical manual for the NC uh, C1701D. I got the Star Trek 
Omnipedia. But yeah, just that's great. I, I couldn't leave. Love yeah. it. Can that run? What do you run that as now? Can you run that in Windows or what? How does those how do those files work? It's a very interesting question, Scott, because what I did was I loaded these up and Windows 11 would not uh, use Explorer to let me go to the media files. Mm, oh, Explorer discs. shit. That's but, right. Because back then it would have been tied to the browser, man. You know? Right. So what I was able to do, though, is I was use, able to use image burn and I was able to create a ISO file and then I can mount that. And then it would show me all the files. And so that's what gotcha. I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I've been doing all kinds of DOS simulation this past week. So it was it was pretty easy uh, stepping back to loading up some files on this Star Trek crap. That's great, but man. That's great. I All I got to say is this. I'm probably gonna be feeling better next week. And if I go back to the thrift store and that Satek flight system is still there. I don't know. Tempted. What am I supposed to do? You're tempted. What am I supposed to do, Scott? How am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do, man? Yeah, and if you got the flu from that place, uh, that flu is all over that those handles and stuff. <laughs> I, I don't think I got the flu from them because I had a, I had a coworker who came in and went. I wasn't feeling good all weekend, oh. but I decided to come on in. And we're gonna work close together. Thanks, man. Stay home, Thanks dude. Freaking stay lot, home. Dude. Yeah, don't come in. You're not like us, right. where we have to get on mic and do our shit. You know. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you see, he does the best he can. I don't know a situation. Maybe he's only got five sick hours and he can't Maybe. do it. Could be. But I think now I know that I know I'm sick. I'm sick. You are five. sick. And I and I feel bad for you because I just got over this. Uh, I'm still sort yeah. of getting over it. But uh, it's nice to know that the baton is couldn't be handed to a nicer guy than you. Thank, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, well, sweet. You've had a busy week. I've had a busy week. It's time for us to dive in and talk about one of my favorite games of all time. Shall we play a game? Uh, we will indeed. The game is uh, Star Wars X-Wing. I'm a little more, I lean a little TIE Fighter because I kind of like playing bad guys. It's just a thing with me. Yeah. So and don't worry. If you're listening to the sound of our voices and you're like, I wish I would talk about a TIE Fighter, we will. Oh, it'll come we up. Wanted to, yeah. yeah, we wanted to go this route first. It's the first one released yeah. in 1992. It, we're going to work through the whole series. Yeah, it's Doss Timber. Yeah, it's Dos Timber. Everybody celebrate with us, will you? Uh, it yeah. is a game that came out in 1994. I, I always think it's earlier than that. I don't know why. It's just Well, my... it's according to which version you got. You can pick up all three versions, the 92 floppy disk. I think the 90, maybe, okay, it's 93 for the floppy disk, the five floppy disk. Mm -hmm. Then the collector CD-ROM with all the expansions in 94. And then 98 is the collector series, which gets confusing because this is also a CD-ROM. But it uses Red Book Audio, so yeah. Um, yeah. So we, you, you, you might have played one of these, and you will have zero nostalgia for the others because there's a lot of small changes, and specifically to what you're seeing visually and the audio, and so that could that could be really. Uh, yeah dis displacement yeah, yeah it sort of just depends on what you had. I remember playing this game until my eyes bled many nights. Um, just really kept me up at night. I thought this was an amazing game, and I've always been a little bit flummoxed as to why they don't try and remake it. So I know Rogue Squadron, uh, a relatively new EA-helmed uh, right. game, which was well-received, also supported VR. That game is kind of a successor in a little in a way, but it's not the same. You know, like what I'm looking for, I, I would be happy with a straight-up remake, or I would be happy to, for them to return to the tone and kind of game that this was, the kind of mission, mission structure, um, you know, the support for the peripherals, like the kind you almost bought, that sort of stuff yeah. would be would be awesome. Although I never did play it that way. It was always just keyboard and mouse. But that, that's um, a lot of people played on keyboard and mouse, and I wanted the full experience. So I popped out my wingman. 
Oh, look at this you. Is one of my this is a USB wingman. Yeah, um, I have one of those somewhere. Uh, which is perfect because this is one of the ones you'd want to play with this game because it only, only needs four buttons. You can't map a lot to it. Right. Got a little throttle slide here. Uh, that works in the later versions, but not the earlier versions. There's some fixes, and there's a lot of community activity around this, including a mod DB, which we've talked about on several shows we've done before, uh, where people have, are making mods to reskin essentially uh, these games and br- bring them modern and also allow you to play them in like a VR mode. Yeah, which I'm totally mm-hmm. down with, by the way. Totally down with yeah, them doing yeah. that. I will play that yeah. stuff. You got you got no complaints from me. Um, the game, the original game used a very rudimentary geometry system that yeah. looked basically like an F, a Super FX chip on a Nintendo <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, maybe a little more than that, but it was still, you know, pretty basic. But to us, just entering that 3D phase that was right around the corner, this, this was the bomb. Yeah, this, and, man, this was the... F- this is one of the first uh, polygonal uh, game flight games you would see out there. Most of the rest of them were done with sprites. Yep. So you can you can the good thing about this one is you can flip cameras. Uh, you can look at your ship in different ways. You can turn around and look at R two. You know, hey R two, back there, what's going on? If you're mm-hmm. fly, fly, flying the X wing, yeah. there's uh, several ships you can fly. I had to. By the way, this is another one of those times in my life where I had to do a major upgrade to play it. I had to I had to get a new oh, CPU, yes. new RAM, new all that. Uh, it wasn't cheap. And I didn't do it just for this, but this was a big motivator. Uh, two motivations. Oh, bad motivator drive, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> my motivations were I was really into making my own Doom levels then around 94. Right, right. And I was super into that. And also I knew some stuff was coming on the horizon. Like, you know, Quake had at least been talked about. And I knew if I didn't up my game and get into the Pentium generation, I was going to be screwed. So I did. Um, but anyway, let's hear a little sound from the game. This is uh, some X-Wing sounds from the original, and you'll hear a little bit of MIDI going on. So enjoy. Wow. It's a little less epic, you know? Sir, oh, listen to this. high interceptors have located a rebel fleet orbiting the planet Torkana. Excellent. Prepare the Excellent. Attack. You know what I love about that era is the voices are all crusty and shitty i love it yeah yeah this was so is this the one from the floppy disc or did you look is this i believe this is from the floppy disc version i believe okay so right. uh and that's the one i played so i the cd yeah. version i don't even know if i ever did play it um but it had better audio it had cleaner less crunchy voice samples right. that kind of stuff as you mentioned and they use the and they use the imuse system which i was not familiar with but i did a real deep dive on that that's basically uh, Lucas Arts doing uh, sound cues. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if you're if you're in an area and you're playing the game, and suddenly a bad guy enters, like let's say Darth Vader, yeah. you could have a musical cue that would give you that. So it it takes it to the next level of immersion. Um, they got rid of that in the Collector series in '98, and they used Red Book audio, and they did you know John Williams original score and that kind of stuff. So right. they just did CD audio instead. Sure. Um, I personally, Welcome I love why that's playing. Sorry. I, I love the MIDI stuff, and I didn't realize what a rabbit hole or whatever kind of hole I dug myself into because there is a Roland MT32, which is something I always see when I'm installing, installing these old DOS games. And apparently, the developer could include uh, this really high quality version of MIDI. Like uh, uncompressed, so you know the original, the original uh, sound fonts essentially mm. uh, that could could you, you could use to can you know play all the compositions of sure. the thing. And man, it sounds so much better. No one would have 
have nostalgia for it, except for people who worked on the game. Do but, you do you man. miss the MIDI days? Do you like that stuff when you hear that? Oh, I do, I do, because I've got I've got a Launchpad Pro, and I like messing around with MIDI devices. It's a lot of fun. MIDI can be, uh, MIDI can be pretty powerful, but most times we think about MIDI is, is yeah, we're thinking of the, the Doom theme when you start up Doom yeah. One or oh. whatever. Man, you want to hear? If you want to hear something good, go out and check out the Doom uh, uh, Roland MT32 version of that stuff. Man, it's it's totally different. It's really? like that's not what I heard at all. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah, that's the other thing is MIDI is still used by a lot of professionals for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah. And it's not what you think. It's not this crappy Sound Blaster Pro crap. No. It's, uh, you know, but that's what we knew. Gamer, as gamers, we were introduced to the concept of MIDI, I think, through that that sort of stuff. Uh, it's a pretty cool game. It's set in, the obviously, the Star Wars universe and is somewhat... Uh, not based on, but it, it fits right in with the Timothy Zahn Thrawn trilogy that was very popular. Yeah. Even though that yeah. stuff is technically not canon anymore, um, you know, a lot maybe of people, not to Disney. Yeah, I mean, they brought it's some of it Brian's back. Brain. They they stuck Thrawn in uh, what's the last one they just did that show? She, yeah, yeah. What's her name? I was talking about what's, what's her name? What's her big thing? The thing. With the thing. And she did the she did the Star Wars stuff, and you, you know, the lady yeah. from Clerks too. <laughs> I can't think of her name. Uh, but anyway, she uh, that 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 had a lot to do with the popularity. I think um, you know, flight simulation was also a, a very big burgeoning thing. Yeah, and um, this dude, this Lawrence Holland guy, he had three games prior to this or World War II air combat games. I think yeah. that went a long way to inform how this game was going to feel and perform, and you know, all yeah. that. The, the first iterations were that using that engine that they were already working on. So this is this was not a. a a group this is like a group of contractors that had not formed a separate studio yet uh and so when they were working on some of the first things they were just like some random guys that already worked on some world war ii stuff and this is perfect for that because it's just world war ii battles in space right i mean it's just dog fighting in right space. that's all it is it's, i mean <clears throat> yeah. some of the physics change obviously because you're in a 360 yeah. environment without without gravity and without uh you know yeah when you other do things. a barrel roll it's a lot different yeah. matter of fact when you're doing the maze runs mm -hmm. Um, that's when you're, when you're starting out as a pilot, you, you go in there and you key in your name, uh, and you, and you go through the maze run and you got to go through these, uh, these checkpoints. And, uh, it's I kind of, it's kind of a tutorial a little bit, right? Sort of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's to get you familiar with the gameplay because the first level is like, you're just flying through stuff, making sure you get there. And I was trying way too hard. Apparently when I first started, cause I was like, Oh, you got to get it right through the middle. No, all that stuff is holograms. As long as you get close enough. You, you get points for it. You get yeah. you get a check on that. So I was like, okay. So I did that, and then we get to level two. You have to start shooting stuff, and then the level three, you got to start adjusting your uh, your energy, lasers, and your shield. Something that we'll see a lot of in uh, space sims uh, going forward. So yeah, and this was also a breath of fresh air in the wake of something like um, and we've even talked about it before. We talked uh, we did a whole show on the. Um, mm -hmm. Wing Commander. Wing Commander, Sprite thank you. Based. Yeah, and this yeah. was a this is a gigantic leap forward as far as I'm concerned yeah. over that. And I remember at the time going, we're never going back. This is how you this is what you do from now on. This is, this is the new it. this is the future and we're in it. And so and and kind of we were. Like this is this mm -hmm. is a lot of what you get out of certainly mission-based flight sims, space sims these days is this structure. Yeah. This is the game. Yeah. And I think that's great. It's also marks and what Lucas Films for or Lucas Arts first fully published in-house thing, right? Right, I right. Because Broderbund had been, had the uh, Star Wars 
licensing for games up until that point. And this was the first in-house sort of contract ways uh, to, to do the the Star Wars games. Right. Brought it home. Yeah, brought it back home, baby. Brought it in-house. Let George Lucas have what is his. Is what That's I'm right. And I'll be honest, I never had X-Wing. I had X-Wing versus TIE Fighter later on, but the, my friend had this one, and I would get bored. You'd get I'd, bored with it, would you? I'd, I'd play with it for a few minutes because he wouldn't let me play his save, right? Yeah. So you have to work your way up. So you have to go You have to go through all the maze tutorials. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, those are more. like 130 of these or 145 of these. I'm like, oh, my God. It's a lot. It's like school a little bit. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. It feels like maybe there was a little too much of that. But also we're talking about an era where nobody was used to this kind of control yet. Like yeah. full 360 degrees out in space. Uh, you, you rotate any direction you want to. This isn't like on a plane. I mean, it right. kind of is like virtual space back then is not quite the same as the big polygonal swimming pool that is now. It's more yeah. complicated now, but still like navigating in that space is not, not, I, I would imagine a lot of kids bumped into this and went, well, how come not, I'm not lightsabering with Darth Vader, you know, they're yeah. just, that's yeah. not what they yeah. want. But, but, you know, I was big into the, I, I think if you had have sold me on a land, some of the biggest things I loved about Star Wars, the first ones, was I loved the land speeder and I loved the X-Wing. I didn't have a lot of love for the lightsabers. It was cool to see. But, man, I wanted to I wanted to do the vehicles. And I was I more think, of a ship guy, too. I'll admit that. Yeah. I think my, I, in I, my I case, it was snow speeders. Uh, so snow speeders, yes. AT-ATs, ATSTs, and um Yeah. Did, Slant I think that was speeders. our first Star Wars game that we got that was a home console. Didn't uh, th- did the Atari twenty six hundred was the NES the one that had the Empire Strikes Back mm. and you get to you get to fly around, fly release around your cables, Hoth. release the cables. Yeah, dude. What was the N sixty four game? Something of the Empire. What was that called? Uh, uh, Super uh, Star Wars uh, Mayhem. No, it wasn't. Oh, that. Speaking of. Rogue, some maybe it was a rogue thing like rogue. Oh, that's right, rogue. Yeah, Not rogue squadron, leader? but whatever. What rogues? No, I don't remember. Oh, look at you, thirty-two X man. I had that that game and that 32. Well, not that very one, but I had that combo. Right. Yeah. This is uh, if, if you're not looking on the screen, if you can't see this right now, basically it's me holding up a thirty-two X for the Sega Genesis, um, and it is the one and only Sega Genesis game I thirty-two uh, X that I have. It's the Star Wars arcade game. Um, you could have played this in the arcade, but I think it was only in Japan. I'm not sure. Correct. About that. Correct. It's not the one everyone thinks Star Wars Arcade is that kind of battle zone looking vector game. And it is. Which I played the crap out Same. of. Same. It was awesome. I love, I love that game. Every arcade I went to, if they had that, that's where I spent my time. Here's the force, Luke. Hearing hey, well, Obi-Wan <laughs> in his digitized voice. Yeah. Oh. It was like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but And we'll talk more about that game a little bit in terms of its inspiration. But this game on the 32X was not that. It was like a, a whole yeah. new take and the arcade version of it was in Japan yeah. in, in America. This took away, this yeah. took away a lot of the simulation part, a lot of the worried about, uh, you know, get, getting your medals and all that kind of stuff. And more like it's an arcade game. It's like, okay, you want an arcade shooter? We're going to, we want your quarters as quick as possible. We ain't got no time for, uh, you know, storytelling. Let's mm-hmm. just get in here and uh, fly and shoot. Right. Yeah. Which is a lot like, like here's the star Wars arcade game. The one that I'm thinking, or the one that I have so much fondness for, which is kind of everything's green and made out of, <laughs> out of vectors. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the original. Let's, right. let's play a little of that just for fun. Good five, standing by. Four, 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 four. I mean, it's pretty. 
I will forever. I will forever see those starburst things coming out. Oh yeah, dude! Like it's got here, Chad. You can see the some video here. Let me start it. I don't know why it's not Luke, playing. Why isn't it playing? Luke, trust me, Luke. Yahoo! Yahoo. Yeah, apparently Yahoo is the best. Oh, we got to do the trench. You're doing the trench. Yeah, yeah. That's, trench that's is great. Thing. Trench is great. Yeah. Uh, kill the star destroyer. Uh, the the uh, what else? You go on to do Yahoo. all sorts of Star Wars shit and say Yahoo at the end. By the way, the Yahoo at the end is like this. I'll play the whole thing. Yahoo! You're all clear, kid. Tens of Harrison Ford. You're all clear, kid. You're all clear, kid. Yahoo! Anyway, this it. game got more quarters out of me than just about anything of my youth. Uh, just yeah. pumped it into this game. And uh, would have to wait in line a lot. I have to do a lot of up next stuff where I put a quarter on the edge of the thing. Yes. There was a sit-down model in my dad's arcade. That sit-down model was awesome. I loved the sit-down model. If you've, it, I love the yoke that they have for this thing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can order. You can. There's a couple places online that you can order a modern remake of these and plug it in. Put it on your screen, down on your desk, and pretend like you're back in the arcade. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. This was a really cool game, and I would think that at least some measure. Let's see, what year was this? This came out in '83. It looks like '83. Uh, you know, we're ten, we're eleven years away from Tie Fighter, or sorry, X-wing. Um, right. But I have to think these devs were like us. They played the shit out of this and wanted to make yeah. a big blown yeah. out version of this, but with maybe more yeah. serious tone to it. You know. Uh, so it's hard. It's hard not to see the inspiration here or whatever. And Vector at the time, I remember thinking everything Vector was magic to me. Vector was magic. way cooler. If you've never seen Vector in real life, I mean, looking at it on screen, it's okay. But when you go to the man, when you're in real arcade and you see a Vector game, that there's something magical about it. No, I mean, ba- like Battlezone or even something like Tempest, which is a little less first person. Yeah. Those games made you feel like you were in the Am future. I in the future? Yeah. Yeah, because right. you were really what you were doing is looking at the polygons without the texture mapping. That's really the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was something about that that was very Tronish. You know, Tron had yes. a lot of that look to it. We were all obsessed with freaking Tron. Oh, I want to play. Yeah. I want to watch. I want to watch Tron right now. Just talking about it. Yeah, the first the first X Wing version that came out was only polygonals, like you said. Just had flat flat colors. It covered up all the all the things. Mm-hmm. Had a few sprites and things for the the menu system. Yeah, but. Then in the second version, the second iteration, the CD-ROM in '94, uh, they had garage shading, and I tried to understand that. I kept I kept trying to understand all the, the all those terms, yeah. and I just couldn't I couldn't yeah. quite grasp it. I was too I was too deep into the MT32 roll-in stuff to 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 get into that stuff. Yeah, so. and the, the, the you know I think the future of 3D was those seeds were planted with vector gaming. Yeah, and we, what we would end up with later was really you know it owes a lot of it to that. The only uh, the only real problem I had with Vector is even as cool as it looked, it still had a really low frame rate and still does. It, yeah, it really games. does. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a, it's it's kind of cool because it flashes. The flashing of it kind of it's it. I don't know. It's very it it, t- it brings you in. It yeah, makes you feel like you're in the future. Like I said, if, if anything's gonna give you the seizure, it's one of these. Games. Right. <laughs> That's what I wondered too. I'm like, what was the what was the cycle rate on this? I mean. <laughs> It feels like people should have been drooling in front of this thing, you know, going, ah. Did arcade, I know arcades had the whole, like, don't do drugs warnings. They had, um, don't pirate warnings and all that. Did they ever have the, because every every home game will have an anti, or not anti-seizure, but like a warning about possible seizures. I don't remember if arcade games were required to do that or not. 
Maybe they are. And that now. was that was based on what was that based on the all the kids who went into seizures in Japan from some Pokemon. Well, I mean, it happens. Or something like my I had a I was having a Mario Kart, a uh, little Mario Kart competition party thing at my house once. Right. Um, this is back when I was doing scout leadership stuff, and I had <laughs> I don't know ten kids all ages fourteen to sixteen or something in the house, and this one kid. It was his turn. He'd been waiting. He's been jonesing the whole night to play. And we're like, all right, hop in here, dude. And we were playing. What's the GameCube one? Double Dash? I think that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Double Dash. Double Dash is still still maybe the best one they ever did. Anyway. Yeah. He sits down, starts playing, and I'm looking at him. And he suddenly stops uh, steering, but he's staring at the TV. Staring. Yeah. And he goes, he starts to lean back like this. And I realize kind of something snapped in my head. And I go, oh, I know what this is. So I leap forward, grab him so he doesn't whack his head on the wood floor. Yeah. And pull my wallet out, put it in his mouth. Good thing too. Cause he chewed through my freaking wallet. He, oh, nice. He had a full on grand There's wall always, seizure. It was bad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I had a, I worked with a guy back when I was very young and in high school and he was an older gentleman, but he was a fry cook and he would just, he would be standing there and all of a sudden he'd be holding the, he'd be holding the fryer and all of a sudden he would just be off in space and just, you know, he would just, I'm like, we've had to save him a couple of times. It's it scary. Super scary. It's scary like, as hell. Yeah. Maybe fry cook is not your job. No, maybe. No. Right. I was like, mm, well, in this mm. case, he, he, so I'm holding on to him, trying to keep him still. I, I'm like, call yeah. 911. You do this, you do that. Everyone's running around. And he was, he, oh, had, very he, had, good. he had no history of seizures. So this was new. And Did you uh, point at people that you'd used your voice, boy, boy scout training. Call 911. Oh, I'm good at it. I'm good at when, when emergency right. strike, I am. I kick in, dude. I do. I panic later, but not during. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I got I'm the same all. way. I'm, I'm the same way. I lock it down. It's like okay, we got to take this stuff serious. And yeah, we got to do this. We got to do that. And then when it's over, then I kind of have a little breakdown. But yeah. But anyway, we ran him to the hospital. I went with him. Went the went in the uh, the the thing. I remember one of the weirdest things was because he wasn't breathing v- very well during it. He right, was trying to right. breathe all through his nose, and it was like making this horrible flapping sound. <laughs> and um that get, reminds me of hey kill i'm sorry it's all right i'm, I'm I sorry it. i get it you don't have to be sorry right. so we get there and he's got What's these crazy pops all over his face like not like zits but like oh my capillaries had burst everywhere oh my goodness yeah it was so bad and i t- remember telling his parents i said um boy i'm really I'm sorry. sorry he was just playing a game at my house and they're like I knew video games would be the end of my boy. I knew it. He's okay now, though. I've talked to him recently. He's doing fine. And it was the only time it ever happened, but it was just a video game. So I, I think they, they do those warnings for real. Like that stuff happens oh, to yeah. kids for that have oh, no does. history of it. Um, I've never had one. My daughter did, but she also had a she had a weird whole thing while she was going through puberty with seizures. And it turns out they were not related to games, but games huh. would games could trigger them. And so oh. you just got to be careful. So there's a little PSA for everybody. The more, you know, um, the more, you know, rainbow, I, I might even have a more, you know, clip. Hold on more, you know, let's just see if I have it. Um, come on. Do I not have it? No, you Here. don't. So we'll just pretend we'll, we'll, we'll hold our hands up and we'll do the rainbow hand arc and go the more, you know, Oh, you know what? I found it. So now you do your hand thing. And now okay. I play it. Uh, hold on. Wait. Why? Okay, there it is. Oh, look at that. We've all learned a little something today. You know? Yeah. I, mean, I feel, yeah. I feel do good drugs. about that. Don't do drugs, everybody. Please don't. Um, all right. Let's talk good, about... Good, old, oh, good yeah. old games, though. If you're if you're playing along at home, 
Good old games and Steam both have all three of these. The original floppy version on DOSBox. They have mm. the 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 CD-ROM version, and they even have the '98 uh, Special Collector series. All for three dollars and fifty cents right now. Good old games or Steam. I highly recommend it. I had a lot of fun. I would too. Still fun today. Still good. Even even in its you know old crappy look, doesn't matter. Holds up. Yeah. And I played, I played, I showed you my old wingman controller and I've talked about the safe tech controller, but there's just more reason for me not to get anything else. I've already got a Thrustmaster, right? I've got oh, this yeah, yeah. sweet ass. How, how often have you used that prior to any of this? Did you use it much before any of this? I had to break this out of the closet. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of thing. This is the Xbox slash PC version. So it's got an Xbox uh, logo on it and mapping, I had to do yeah. some. Yeah. And there's a guy recently that, that was doing uh specifically for flight games and uh he he talked about how to set the controllers up and everything it's on youtube out to that's cool link for it but it was it was uh, it was all good for the mr uh fpga project and it was it worked really well i was Uh, very pleased that's great um real quick for those who are wondering more about this 32x title i got a little sound for that check this out so you might say wow that's an improvement well it is it's got nice sound yeah uh, a little bit more digitized. It's a 32-bit system. It could technically do 32-bit audio, but not and quite. a really good way to get a copyright strike. Oh yeah, hell yeah, great way, or, to do or it. at least a copyright notification. I yeah, did. Yeah, uh, I yes, a few people have. Anytime you do Star Wars shit, you're screwed. You may as well just delete yeah. the vods. Um, this the visuals on this were interesting. Uh, they're not like mind blowing, but no. they're all right. And the arcade, the arcadiness of this is, is fun. I owned this game, yeah. and I, I remember at the time buying it, thinking. This is next level Tie Fighters or uh, X Wing. That's what this is going to be. It's not really. It's kind of, it, but but it is because this used uh, the Tie Fighter uh, engine, right? This used the use uh, the same Tie engine. X-Wing. Yeah, use the yeah. same engine. So we get texture mapping here, so it takes us to the next level. Uh, mm. This version's all right. This, it's okay. This, it's a little arcadey for my taste. Um, a little on yeah. rails. Like that's it's the on rails part I don't love. Um, and. If you enjoyed the mouse stuff, guess what? You got to get a you got to get a joystick. I think that's the only way you can play this particular version. I think you have to have a oh yeah, four well, that joystick. or a pad. You could play it on right. Uh, yeah, pad. Um, yeah, yeah. What do you call it? Uh, you know, if you're going to emulate it or whatever, you can do it. On right, pad. right. But it's all right. I mean, of as thirty two x or thirty two x games went, this I would probably put this in the top twelve. Oh, okay, it's, okay. It's so that's the thirty two x version. I'm sorry, I thought I was looking at the ninety eight collectors. No, version. it's your mature, it's your meth head I freaking cold medicine yeah. is what that is right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this Soldier is a thirty two x game, and it's it's cool. It's worth checking out if you are a thirty two x aficionado. If you care not at all about that weird peripheral. Uh, it's a brief lifetime and all that. May, maybe maybe pass it, but if you like the 32X games like I do, I think you might enjoy it. Yeah, this is a, this is a really good 32X game to get as well. Yeah, it's hard to get, yeah. actually. This is a hard one. So if you want to go like, like it. pay for it and find it on eBay, good freaking luck. Good for you! <laughs> uh, all right, well, there you have it. That is our look at uh, the amazing X-Wing. We will get to TIE Fighter at one point, or X-Wing V TIE, I, TIE Fighter. I'm- I'm very excited about TIE Fighter because I, you know, watching, watching Luke and the different pilots, uh, X-Wing, B-Wing, Y-Wings, all those in the movies are always turning dials. Right. But I felt like Darth Vader did it way more in his TIE Fighter. So he was like, Rrr. so I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be a lot more management of my energy laser shield. You know, you got to you got to keep them at a certain level yeah. so they'll recharge without sucking up your your speed. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of things. This game goes a lot deeper than you think. Yeah, it does. That's why I like it. I like it because yeah. it brought some death to the table. It made kids bored, but the adults loved it. Yes, uh, and yeah, 
early on, I didn't know this in the, in the first iteration on the floppy disk, you could, I didn't notice my friend had it. He had the floppy disk version. You can, you can save those as a profile. And then when you go on some tours, you can actually have that save play and influence the AI and mm. how that person plays as a wingman. So That's you can actually cool. take them along as a wingman. So Later you'll be, you do so you'll be my wingman anytime is what you're saying. Absolutely. I'll be your wingman. Excellent. Here's the weirdest sound effect in the game though. I thought this was odd. Spawn. <laughs> it's a weird thing to just have in your, in your it's Star Wars. It's weird that, that Spawn just shows up yeah. in our early DOS games. Weird. Was that, was that MIDI? That was no. It, <laughs> That's definitely not MIDI. I don't know what the hell they did with Spawn. They made the worst sound ever. People that don't remember, there used to be two processors for stuff. There was there was you know, MIDI mm-hmm. music processor, and then there was especially you know sound effects yeah. that were uh, played sometimes on a different chip on the same Sound Blaster card or yeah. ad lib. That way you'd get this, and then you yeah. could also have yes. No, not that. Let's yeah. get scratching. No, Spawn. no, X-Gen. no. I can't find it. Why do they? Oh, whatever. But thank you for taking us through your uh, your library of sound clips. Sound Whatever clips. you need, you know. Merry Christmas. I do like that one. All right, let us play uh, a game here. Destroy it. <laughs> We're going to play a game, and we've amended the rules a little bit, folks. Yeah, and I don't know if I put... Let me make sure I put the new... I think we're missing your, your genres all, but the rest of it's there. Okay. I think. All right. I meant to tell you that earlier, but I forgot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I had this idea that, you know, as we go through these games for Guess Our Game, we are kind of running out of ones that are immediately going to be easy, not easy, but easier to recognize. And right. just having a year and a platform, it was starting to feel like, well, that's just not enough. We're ever going to win this, like unless we do something obvious. And so to help with, as the games get more complicated and more obscure, we're going to give additional information. So instead of initially just saying platform and year, we'll give you those two things, plus genre or genres. It may be a mix of things. And the publisher, and the reason I didn't do developer, even though sometimes they're the same, is this just makes it a little less, a little more nebulous, but also gives you a nugget of info. All right. Nuggets. So, so sometimes, you know, you'll have Sega developed it and Sega uh, published it. That's fine. We can say that. Um, but sometimes it's Sega is publishing it for another developer and that won't give anything away. Anyway, so this so feels Brian, like one of those things where it's like we, we've explained the rules enough let's play along and then you'll see what we mean. Yeah. I think people will get it. If they don't yeah, get, get it, it, then maybe they're dumb. I don't know. Oh my goodness. That's why terrible. Would why did I, why would I say that? Why would I do that? You're right. All right, Brian, I'm going to tell you my info. This is the 32 X. We're keeping it on the uh, last oh, thing nice. we talked about. Sega 32 X. It was the year of 1994. Same year as this. Okay. Okay. Uh, the genres are science fiction slash fighting game. Mm. Okay. So I, I guess I should say, a sci-fi themed fighting game. How about that? Right, right. Uh, and the publisher is Almanac Corporation. Almanac. Or, Almanac, I guess. Almanac Corporation. Almanac. Yep. Probably never heard of them. I hadn't either. But oh, that's no, who published it. Uh, and you can still ask your three questions as we go, uh, whatever those may be. But now none of those three need to worry about being <laughs> genres or years or, uh, you know, a publisher or any of that. So you're good. Right, right. All right, here you go. Fighting sci-fi. Here's my clip. Intro for it. All right. Any any uh, questions, comments, thoughts? 
Is this a challenge to the death? Uh, yes, it is. Great way of putting right. it. Yeah, so it's one of those games. It's like uh, you know, I would even call it. Fight. I would. I would even say Mortal Kombat like in the sense that killing your opponent at the end is kind yeah. of a goal. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, I don't know who the hell I'm gonna. Thirty two X. I didn't have a lot of thirty two X games. So this is gonna be a tough one. Um, I, I own this one, but it's still obscure. Although a lot of retro, they go to a lot of sites and blogs and stuff. It's always in people's top tens. People like. Yeah. It. Yeah. So, I, I'm kind of tempted to bring out my uh, Sega Genesis. Many two that had a whole bunch of 32x games on it and see if it's on there. Yeah, um, I bet it is. Let's see. Um, is this a Star Wars game? No, it is not Star Wars related at all. Okay. It's 100% all right, a new IP. And I, when I say oh, new IP, IP, I don't want to give you the impression that it's like had a bunch of sequels because it didn't. They only made one. Okay, so I made one. All right. Uh, this is Space Mutants Go to Hell. Let's find out if that is correct. Is it? Hold on. Is it? No, it is not. Oh. The correct answer. Oh, it should have been. That's what it should have been. Uh, the correct answer is Cosmic Carnage. Cosmic Carnage. This was a weird one-off game. came out in 94 as a fighting game, like I mentioned. Uh, it was in conjunction right. with ALU and published uh, in the States by Sega, but in Japan and other places with this Almanac place. Right. Uh, this is not the Spider-Man carnage, though, right? No, this that's a per- yeah, car- yeah, exactly. Not the villain from Spider-Man. Um, right, right, right. Exclusively is a 32x add-on game. There was no other place this <laughs> showed up. Uh, it was set in an uncharted star system. The game follows eight fighters from two factions in a struggle for survival. Its gameplay consists of one-on-one fights with a main six-button configuration based on the six-button uh-huh. controller. Featuring special moves and finisher techniques, as well as two playable modes, the title uh, gar- garnered mostly positive reviews, although. Uh, at the time, there was a, some. There's a fair amount of negativity as well. Uh, mm. I think it's uh, a really weird game, and looks weird, and is weird. And uh, some and people, my favorites, yeah, weird is good. It's so 90s, dude. This thing is bleeding 90s. Like yeah, just, I can see it. It looks like it's a, the the cover art looks like a comic book. It mm-hmm. looks like yeah, yeah. Great way of it. describing that. There it is, Chad. You can see it. Uh, Cosmic Carnage. A little obscure, but I thought I'd. There it, it is. Brian, uh, let's dive into yours. Uh, tell me my information. What do I get? Mine's much easier. The platform is arcade. The year is 1982. The genre is space combat simulation. Whoa. And the publisher is Sega. Oh, my Sega. gosh. Got a lot of Sega going on today. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got. All right, I got a question. When you was say it, simulation, was it, was it down in your basement, <laughs> it might have been. But when you say simulation, are we talking about first person view, sort of pseudo three three D world, whether it's in sprites right. or not? But is it like that? Are we talking like a top down little ship type thing? It's, it's more. I think more uh, top down. Let me okay. double check to make sure that I got the right thing. Let's make sure that I'm getting this right. Now I'm now I'm questioning my sanity. Did I mention that I'm on the verge of uh, a fever? So let's yeah, you're, you're, if you're getting uh, toward Fever Town, we're gonna we're gonna lose. Yeah, you. yeah, we, we're gonna pull it out though. We're gonna we're gonna pull this off. Yeah, we're gonna get it, guys. Dad, gum it. Sounds really uh, familiar. Based, to me. Uh, yeah, okay, uh, but I almost read the, what it was called. Uh, it's a vector graphics. How's that? It is vector. It's a 3D first person perspective. Oh, it is first so person. Both, then. both both 2D display and a 3D first person perspective. So it go, goes between two. So not That's top. What I was trying to but not top down though, right? It's, no, okay. not really. Um, 
Oh, yeah. There you go. I tried to make mine. All easy. right. Second question: Is yeah. this a Star Trek uh, based thing? Could be some Star Trek. You may have heard a pointy-eared Vulcan there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty uh, good. What do I have for? I got one more question, right? Um, I'm gonna just guess. I, I, what else would they've said back then? They don't didn't do a lot yeah. of colon names. I'll just say this is called yeah. Star Trek. That's it. This is Star Trek. The is arcade that it? Game. The arcade. That's it. Sweet. Look what I did. Wait, yeah. I got music. I got music for when I win. Nice, like Kirby. Nice. Um, I don't know if I ever played. Let me look it up. Uh, I did play this a few times. Is it just called? It's just Star Trek then. It's just Star Trek uh, arcade game. Oh, it I has a longer name, but it's only but it's in tiny letters, and nobody ever knew it. It's called Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. Oh, no one calls it that. No. Uh, can I see some gameplay? And how did it do? It was received about as well as the movie. From about <laughs> so the this was based on the first movie a little right. bit. <laughs> That's cool. Sega Electronics, right. yeah. Oh, you know what? I remember seeing the Apple II version of this. It does not look as good as this yeah. arcade. No, it's okay. I played it. Yeah, it's, okay. it's all right. What, what'd you play it on? How'd you get this done? I want to say I played this. Am I remembering correctly? I want to say I played on the Commodore 64. I could be wrong. Um, I could I could be playing a homebrew version. I'm not sure. That's that's. I, but I think that's where I played. Well, look, you're sick. All right. Yeah, yeah. What do you want from me? What do you want from Brian when he's sick? What do oh, you yeah. want from me? This is a lot like the Star Wars vector business. It is very much. Oh wow, look at this. And I think that's exactly what I said when I played it. Oh, you're right. Almost there's be, an there's a top down aspect to it. Up top, there's like yeah, a, yeah. a star map thing. That's right. And then down below here, you're doing your bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Split screen. I kind of think this Get looks cool. On ship. Mm. Oh, this is so familiar to me now. Oh, this looks awesome. Yeah. I want to play this. Play it, man. And then you'll remember, oh, yeah, this sucks. Do the Vetrix have this? I don't know if the Vetrix has a good question. Let's take a look. I, uh, it looks a little twitchy. Oh, it's definitely twitchy. Yeah, I don't know if the ship should control like that. Beep, beep, beep. Well, anyway, that's cool. I'm into it. This is the awesome play Star Trek. Play Star Trek. Uh, nicely done. Now we turn our minds and hearts to this. Welcome to the treasure room. Benny. All right. The good news is you can send emails or calls or texts to us, and we'll do all three. Whatever you send us, we'll do. 801-471-0462 for those texts and calls. And if you'd rather email us, playretroshow at gmail.com. And in fact, today I'm going to read an email. This is from Josh, who I think just goes by Josh. Okay. Oh, hi, Josh. I didn't want to say Joshua or... Uh, right. Gersh. Gersh. <laughs> Gersh. Hi, I'm Gersh. Anyway, Josh says, hi, my name is Josh, and I listen to every Play Retro. Well, that's very nice to uh, yeah. I was listening to the Alex Kidd episode that was last week, and I used to play yeah. Dragon Power for the NES. I only realized uh, what I, I only realized it was a Dragon Ball game when I was an adult. Uh, yeah. That game was the worst. I probably spent too much of my childhood playing the only game available to me for the NES. I recently tried to play it again. It is totally unplayable. It looks like trash. I love it. I want to play. He says, thanks, and uh, have a great day, says Josh. Now, here's the thing about this email that it prompted in my head. There are a lot of examples of this, especially for us as we're trying to dig deep into the past and talk about old games and experiences. Some of this stuff when you were 10, and partly because yeah. it's all you had, 
you would sit and play, I don't know, a 2600 version of combat. I would play for days and not stop. I thought it was the greatest thing ever I ever played. You go back now and you go, oh, this is hard and lame and kind of not good. It's yeah, it's, it's what happened here. I thought this is a good game. Yeah, so I, I do, you, do. You have one like that where it just stands out as a Absolutely. game that doesn't hold up for you now? What is it? Oh, I don't know. Um, for me, it's the original Mario Brothers. I can't play it. Yeah, yeah, I have trouble playing the original Doom with no nothing, just vanilla Doom, just straight Doom, just straight Doom with no mouse looking, all that crap. Yeah, that's hard. I, I played a bunch of that recently, but I, I think I enjoyed it because it had mouse look mod stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way I would play it. It has to be modded. The original flavor? No thanks. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another one that I would call like at an arcade game. Like, uh, um, oh, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't think I would like to play, well... It's and you know what that doesn't count because I've just played so much of it. Street Fighter Two, I played so much of it. Oh yeah, that true. I just I ran out of steam on that eventually, and so to play it now would be difficult for me. I've already but, done this, but I didn't play a lot of the alpha games, uh, right? And so I would enjoy those right now, even the two D stuff. It's not, it's not. I think that's just because I overplayed it, so that doesn't really oh, count. Yeah. That happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious what people out there say. What are your games that you just cannot return to, but you have nothing but love for the time you played it? Oh. You know. Yeah, because I love that stuff. Yeah, I love that That's some more. Yeah, that'd be a fun, just a fun little subtopic. So send in your emails and your calls and let us know yours on that list. Our next discussion is going to be Fallout 1, 2, and Tactics. Oh, yes. 1, 2, and Tactics. Back before you really got into the first person, more like the the top-down kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, well, back in the day, it was all, you know, uh, 1 and 2 were the, and Tactics were third, or uh, what do you call it, isometric games. Isometric, yeah. They they established the tone and what we would get eventually with what we have now as as these Fallout games. But those originals have a really soft spot place for me. Yeah, Um, yeah. I, they're a little bit like the original XCOM for me, though. They're hard yeah, to yeah. go back and play now. Yeah, we're going to see. They're really important to what would come later. And even though there's a bit of a, well, maybe we can talk about this, but there's a little bit of a King of the Hill fight over who was who first, these guys or um, was it Wasteland? Syndicate. Wasteland, yeah. Is that it? What's Wasteland. the other one? Um, oh, no. Jagged Alliance, I might be thinking of. Ah. Very similar games, tonally their setting turn-based you know all that but uh yeah fallout one and two need their time all right they need it so we're doing it that's next week that's 101 brian 101 101 how binary (laughs) yeah how binary of us and also it's like a class in college you got to get it to pass yeah Yeah. so we're going to do one fallout 101 next week which should be a blast uh stick around for that uh also quick uh, shout out to some some new patrons this week i don't know if you're related to one of these people or not Okay, but our top new three patrons are Wabbit Magic. We know him big time in the oh, community. I love Wabbit. Yes, love that guy. Terry Dunaway. Any relation? That's my dad. Is it really? Yeah, that's my dad. Well, it could be. I mean, there's there's multiple Terry Dunaways, but that's that is my dad's name. That seems too coincidental. I'll bet your dad. I'll bet yeah, your dad's yeah. just supporting you on your show. I think that's what's going on. You might on. have. That's great. And Wabbit Magic, great community member. Love Wabbit. Welcome, welcome, welcome Terry Dunaway, Wabbit Magic, yes. and Anthony Garcia to the show. Oh, yes. We know Anthony, too. Yeah. Yep. We know all these people. I wonder if he wants us to Love. call him Tony. If you do, let us know. Tony. Anyway, you guys are awesome, and you are a part of the family now. That means no commercials ever. You get pre-show content every week. We did some today, so you'll be hearing that. And other monthly cool benefits. Go check it out. That's... Uh, or excuse me, patreon.com slash 
play retro. Play something retro. Uh, play something retro. Uh, Frogpants.com slash play retro is our website. You'll find everything else there. Brian, is there anything you'd like to say to the fine folks before we get out of here? Because you're so sick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Teladoc, answer your phone. Answer yeah. your phone. I'm sick. Uh, answer your phone, Teladoc. Is that a service you can use? Yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, and does yeah. it work? Like a, like, can, you, can they determine what you've got and they can get you a prescription and all that shit? Well, yeah, like it's low level stuff. It's like, oh, you sound like you're sick. Here's some Theraflu. Because, mm. you know, it's like it's not high level you know, prescription stuff, but they can talk to you over the phone and go, oh yeah, you sound like you need some Theraflu. You sound like ass, they say, right there on you the phone. You sound like, oh my God, you sound like ass. You sound like such ass. You should ass. take some Theraflu. You ass. Alright, well ass. that'll do it uh, for us. Thank you all for listening, please, between now and the end of uh, next week when we meet again, which will be, wait a minute, let me think about that. No, it'll be just prior to the new year. Uh, yeah. And just after Christmas. Good. So go have 29th. a merry, wonderful Christmas. Enjoy yeah. the hell out of yourselves. Merry I hope you Christmas. get a bunch of retro shit so that you can play something retro. And don't take no crap from Santa. And we'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. Yahoo! You're all clear, kid. Yahoo! Yahoo! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.